Welcome to the Sailing to Success podcast, the show created exclusively for entrepreneurs and small business owners looking for a safe port in the storm of fast-paced business growth. Lindsay Phillips is the founder of Smooth Sailing Online Support, a company dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and small business owners increase customer service, run their business more effectively, and increase their profits. Prepare to be inspired and learn some practical tips and strategies you can use in your business today. And now, welcome your host and captain for this 30-minute excursion, Lindsay Phillips. Welcome to the Sailing to Success podcast show. This show was created exclusively for entrepreneurs and small business owners looking for a safe port in the storm. So my name is Lindsay Phillips, and I am your host and captain for this 30-minute excursion. I'm the founder and CEO of Smooth Sailing Online Support, a company dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and small business owners calm the choppy waters of fast-paced business growth. So you can learn more about what we do at ssonlinesupport.com. So I created this podcast to not only motivate and inspire you to achieve more, but to also share some really practical tips and business building strategies that you can use to be more productive, boost your profits and grow your business. And today we're going to be talking about a really great way of growing your business um, with my special guest, Jessica Rhodes, who is the founder and CEO of Interview Connections. And that is the premier source for booking outstanding podcast guests. So you guessed it, we're talking about podcasts. The Interview Connections team of, uh, of booking agents with podcasters to find and book guests for their shows. Um, they also represent dozens of highly qualified guest experts to connect with them with podcast hosts for interviews. Now, Jessica is also the host of the hit weekly web TV show, Interview Connections TV. She's also the host of Roads to Success podcast and the co-host, um, she's the co-host of the podcast producers. So it's a 10 episode series selected by Apple as a how-to podcast show in iTunes, which is awesome. Guest speaker at um, the Awesome Dream Business Academy, which I've gone to, of course. And she's also shared the stage with uh, tons of top podcasters at Podcast Movement and Podcast New England. Um, and she's married to a really great guy and has two adorable children, Nathan and Lucy. Um, and yeah, so basically Jess is everything podcast. So thanks for coming on the show, Jess. Oh, well, thanks for having me, Lindsay. I appreciate it. And I'm excited to talk about podcasting with you and your listeners. Because <laughs> we've never talked about podcasts. Before, no. Right? <laughs> to us. <laughs> cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, I remember when you, you started out and uh, with your entrepreneur uh, support services and kind of were delving into podcasts. So how did you really get into podcasting and what kind of drew you to it, I guess? Well, I know you're a good friend because you know the name of my first business. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, my first business, Entrepreneur Support Services, was a virtual assistant business. And one of the first things that I was doing for my clients, working with them one-on-one, -on -one, was getting them booked for interviews and assisting them in and getting guests booked on their show. And through doing that as a virtual assistant, I realized there was a need in the marketplace. A lot of entrepreneurs were, you know, picking up that, hey, podcasting and, and internet radio shows is a really great way to build relationship people, to get your message out, to build an audience, establish yourself as a celebrity guest expert. And I just, as I was doing this one-on-one -on -one for my clients, I realized that there was a need for a 
podcast guest connector and a guest booker. So working with, you know, both of our, our we work with the same business coach, Jim Palmer. He's actually my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, he helped me cl- uh, create interviewconnections.com. And so interviewconnections.com is the premier source for booking outstanding podcast guests. So we connect guest experts with podcasters and we help podcasters find guests for their show. And we've stayed really, really niche. We have not expanded out into traditional media or live speak engagements. We just work with podcasts. We just work with small business owners and entrepreneurs. And about a year after I started my business, I actually hosted, I started my own Right. Year after starting my business, I started my own podcast and have just never looked back. I love podcasting and I love um, doing what I do. That's awesome. And that's exactly how businesses grow, right? All of a sudden, like people start asking questions and you see a niche and you just kind of, you know, dive in and go for it. So good for you. You've grown it so much in the past um, couple of years. That's for sure. Yeah, it's grown. It has grown really fast. And that's when, when people ask me, where is podcasting going? Is it still growing? I'm like, oh, well, if my business growth is any indication. <laughs> yeah, we're only in the beginning. Oh, and yeah. you're right. It's like, I love it on our mastermind calls. We have people say, a lot of people are asking me for this. Does that mean something? <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> say yes, the universe is uh, pointing you in a certain direction. Yeah, exactly. So for those that are listening that are like, you know, I've heard the buzz, um, but what are the real benefits of having a podcast show? So having the biggest benefit to having a podcast is the relationship building tool that it is. I mean, that's honestly the biggest reason that I started my podcast is because it was going to be, and it is an amazing way to strengthen, to start, nurture, grow, and strength relationships with people in business, whether it be thought leaders and influencers that you want to connect with. Because let me tell you, if you just want to get a phone on chat with a very successful person who's got a lot on their plate, they're not just going to get on the phone and talk with you. But if you say, hey, can we talk on my podcast, which will be downloaded and listen to hundreds of people, they're more likely to come on and talk to you because it's also going to benefit them. They're going to be, they're going to have more people listening to that and hearing about them. So it's a way to, you know, connect with people. But also, I talk a lot about, you know, not just going after big names, but actually just having people on your show that are potential, you know, referral partners, people that have a complimentary business who could refer people to you and who you could refer people to, or people that you might want to do business with. Maybe it's somebody that might be a really great client for you. And you don't just want to pick up the phone and say, hey, I have a service that would be great for you. (laughs) But if you have them on your podcast and you interview them and spotlight them to your audience, then they'll start to say, wait, so what do you do in your business? And that opens up the door for a conversation about how you guys could work together. And I've seen, I've got success story after success story of how podcast interviews have led to people doing business together and, and led to it really just increasing that, you know, positioning and that celebrity factor. Um, so when you have your own podcast, it's instant credibility. It instantly yeah. shows that you're doing something right in your business. Absolutely. I agree. And part of the reason why I love doing it is that, and part of the reason why I have certain guests is that there's information in them that I want myself or like topics that I'm interested Mm -hmm. in to learn more about. So it's kind of, I mean, I enjoy it and take, sometimes I take notes (laughs) (laughs) because it's it's useful info, right? So it's a kind of a, yeah, a chance for you to chat and then obviously have other people, um, 
benefit from it as well. Definitely. It's like free coaching. Yeah. (laughs) When I was, when I was busy, you know, over the summer leading up to my daughter's birth, I was busy hiring people and, and growing my team and creating systems. And I definitely had some guests on my show who were experts in hiring and managing and growing teams. So it was valuable information for my audience, great people to connect with, but I learned a thing or two as well. Nothing wrong with killing two birds with one stone. (laughs) Exactly. Cool. Um, So for someone starting off on the show uh, or having their own show, sorry. um, I mean, I know obviously you need to think of the purpose or like who's your target market and what's the purpose of your show. But are there certain things that they should consider when they're thinking about what guests to have on or like how to find them? Yeah. So, I mean, the biggest thing, and I've been, I've been kind of watching and seeing, trying to figure out what is that, that key, that secret that makes some podcasters successful early on, uh, you know, quote unquote successful early on or not. And, you know, the biggest thing that I see is that the podcasters that are able to land some really great guests and, and come out the gate with some, um, you know, with a nice audience is they have a very clear message and a very clear purpose, um, a good understanding of who their target audience is. Yeah. So if you start your show and you know exactly who your target audience is, who you want to be attracting, and you know the purpose of your show, you are, you are clear on the format and you commit to that format, you know what the consistency and frequency of your show is going to be and you commit to that and you're very clear. That is honestly what will set you apart from so many people. I I was just at a podcasting conference having some conversations with people that were all over the map. You know, maybe they've been podcasting for a month and they're already thinking about different uh, formats or different frequencies. And it's your, oh, you know, I, I serve women. I'm like, okay, well, what kinds of women? What age are they? You know, so the clearer you are about the the mess, you know, the purpose of your show, who your target audience is, um, my podcast that you mentioned in the intro, the podcast producers, Corey Coates and I co-hosted that. And when we were booking guests for that, you know, we had no website for it. Obviously, it hadn't been created yet, so it's totally new. But we interviewed really very well-known people in podcasting. Um, because we were able to email them and be very clear in our pitch to them. I would say, this is who I am. This is who Corey is. Uh, We're creating this show. And I said, why we were creating it. I said, who our target audience is. I said, some of the topics that we're going to be covering on the podcast are XYZ. And we would like you to come on the show and talk about XYZ. And so that way they knew that there was a reason we were asking them to be on the show. So that's my other tip is when you're reaching out to a guest and asking them to be on your podcast, tell them why you want to interview them and what topic you would want them to talk about. And that way they'll know if it's something that's going to serve them because maybe they wrote a book about something 10 years ago and you want to talk to them about that. Well, they might say, you know, I don't really talk about that anymore. (laughs) That's true. So, um, yeah, so just being really clear on that and that's going to show that you know what you're doing, you know what you're talking about and that you've actually thought this through because a lot of people start a podcast and they haven't really thought it through and then they don't even launch or they launch and then get burnt out after six weeks and guests don't want to be on a podcast that is never going to go live or is going to be over in a month. So demonstrate to your guests that you've thought this through and that you've got a plan of action that's going to, you know, help them be more successful as well. Awesome tips. Um, yeah. And I like the, the point about, when you're asking someone to be on your show, give them, Hey, here's why I want to approach you. And here's what I would love to talk about. And yeah. And it shows that you have genuine interest as well, which right. sure makes a difference. 
Exactly. Yeah. Definitely showing that you have genuine interest is great. I was approached by someone, it was probably about a year ago and they reached out to me and wanted to interview me, but it was, it was a like totally a form scripted letter that I'm sure they had written and sent to a ton of different guests. Yeah. I almost deleted it because I wasn't sure if it was spam. Oh, like, really? It was, I, did, I don't even think they put my first name in there. Like it was oh. so scripted and I almost deleted it because I thought that it was, I got on some list. Yeah. Yeah. So you really have to personalize those, those request letters so people know that you genuinely, and it's funny because I'll look at, you know, some emails that are clearly like they were, you know, formatted, but then they just put the, the personal tweaks in. And I is better than anyone know that you can have a, a formed email and then you just tweak it for each recipient. But I'll, I'm still tricked. I'm like, oh, that's so nice that they like my show. Oh, wait, they're just saying that. Oh, it's so nice. <laughs> But they made the effort. <laughs> exactly. Like I have somebody that, you know, they want to be on my podcast and they're like, oh, I love your show. And I'm like, they're totally just saying that, but I don't care because it made me smile. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, so what would you say or some other good ideas on how to ask to be on your show? Like, are there any do's and don'ts? Yeah. So, um, Definitely. So when we're asking people like as a podcast host, when we want to ask a guest to be on our show, the, you want to structure the email kind of in three different parts. So in the first part of the email, it's a really friendly introduction. Um, I would say how you found them or how you know them. If this is somebody that you don't know and that doesn't know you, you don't know them personally and they don't know you. Um, a really quick intro of, you know, hi, I am so-and-so. I like to say, you know, hope this email finds you well. Just a little friendly, hey, hope you're having a great day. Something like that. Um, I recently read your book or I heard you on this podcast, really loved your interview. And then get right to the point. Like say, I am, I'm writing today because I would love to interview you for my podcast. And then give a little information like, honestly, not more than one or two sentences about what the podcast is or what the purpose is. Um, like I mentioned that it's good if you're reaching out to, uh, you know, some well-known people or some, you know, quote unquote, harder to get guests. <laughs> you might want to give a little bit more details in terms of this is the show. This is what the show's about. Um, this is who our audience is. And these are the topics we cover. So maybe one, two, three, and you could put that in one sentence, two sentences maximum. And then what is required of them? How long is the interview? So it's 30 minutes. How long is it? Like, how are you recording? Is it Skype? Is it Zoom? Tell them. And then how is the scheduling? So a lot of times when we're getting guests for our clients podcast, the guests will say, when are you looking to record this? What's your deadline? Because that's a common thing in media. What's your, what's your deadline? So I'm like, anytime, but you know, you want to say, well, we're, our goal is to schedule something now and like aim to record it in the next six weeks or something like that. And then here I have an online scheduler that you can use to choose the date and time that works best for you. So to have a time frame so they understand the parameters. Exactly. Exactly. And, and you don't want to make your guests do too much work too. That's honestly, that's true. yeah. Cause the harder, I mean, if you want to interview people that are super new and they've never been interviewed before, they're going to be willing to do a little bit jump through more hoops because they want the exposure. Yeah. But I would say most people that get interviewed on a regular basis are not going to want to fill out all these forms and do oh, all this work. So, you know, it's like having a guest in your home. You want to make it easy for them. You don't want to invite someone over and tell them to cook the whole dinner. Exactly. So what are some of the, <laughs> that's a good analogy. <laughs> so what are some of the uh, challenges that you see people have um, for having a podcast show or booking guests or 
It's the, honestly, the biggest challenge is, is the grind. You know, it's really yeah. exciting when you start a podcast and you get everything in order and then six weeks, uh, two months, uh, three months goes by and you're like, all right, I got to keep this going. And I got to keep finding, I got to, um, you know, maintain the schedule, the release schedule. So I honestly recommend people, it's so funny at this podcasting conference that we were at recently, our client did the closing keynote. She talked about landing great guests and she worked with Interview Connections, our firm for the first four or five months. And yeah. then she took the guests on herself because, um, we helped her connect with a lot of people and then she started making connections and she was able to take that task internally. But it was so funny because she said, when I started my podcast, I didn't know nothing about nothing tech. Like she goes, <laughs> She's from Brooklyn originally. So it's like, she's got this hilarious New York accent. Exactly. And she goes, I didn't know how to find guests. I farmed it out. I didn't know tech. I farmed it out. Like she, <laughs> she's like, I farmed it out. She goes, Hey, tuna fish and ramen noodles for the first three months of this podcast. That's hilarious. <laughs> we, we were just in stitches laughing at that. But it was, honestly, she made a really good point. I really recommend, quote unquote, farming out what you don't know how to do because it's really hard to uh, keep a show going if you're like spending hours and hours in your editing software figuring yeah. out, like one of the tips that one of the speakers said, he goes, it, you know what compression is. If you don't know what compression is, Google it and just do it on your show. If that's all that you do just to improve the audio. So if you don't know a lot of this stuff, uh, as Diane Daniel says, farm it out. Um, and that'll help keep it going. It's, it's harder financially because you're going to be making an investment in producers and bookers and people that can help you, but it helps keep you going for the long term because you're not, you know, taking up five hours a week on your show, you're not running out of guests, you're not running out of time editing and things like that. But it's even just like business wise, do you want to be spending your time on the nitty gritty or do you want to be spending your time on revenue generating tasks or exactly. marketing your business or developing your sales? Or um, I, I know, you know, as a growing entrepreneur, sometimes you get caught so caught up in doing everything. Mm-hmm. Um, or at, at, there is a, a point where it's like something's got to give. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, we work, we book podcast guests, but a, there's so much more to do on a show. And we recommend a lot of people work with you, Lindsay, at SS Online Support, because honestly, the most time consuming aspect of a podcast, especially with guests, is scheduling the interviews, confirming the recordings. Oh, somebody needs to reschedule up. Oh, somebody didn't show up. What happened? <laughs> All that stuff is a huge headache. So it's great to work with a company like yours that can, that can take care of it. Because I mean, I know the clients that you work with Lens, like mm-hmm. they've got big businesses and, uh, you know, high revenue generating activities. They don't want to be working, dealing with rescheduling and scheduling and graphics and no. all that stuff. So farm end. it out to your company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why we work well so well together. Mm-hmm. Um, help each other out. So with interview connections, um, again, some of these challenges, obviously you take that off their plate. So what kind of things do you handle and what kind of, um, I guess, what kind of clients do you work with? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like if I, let's say, I guess how I'm trying to say it is say I'm a woman life coach, right? I mean, there's so many different mm-hmm. businesses that require different kinds of guests. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, for someone, it's yeah. like, where do I start? How do I get gas? So how do you help yeah. with that? 
Yeah. So we work really well with small business owners and entrepreneurs who are very growth oriented, who are committed to growing their businesses and doing that marketing grind that is not always easy, but is really fruitful in the long term. So we work with um, small business owners on their podcast. We find guests for their show. Our team, the, the team that I have working with me at Interview Connections, we're very good. And I've trained my team to be very good at listening to our clients and figuring out, all right, who's your target audience? Who do you want to be connecting with? What what type of content that you want to be, what type of content do you want to deliver to your audience? And we kind of help our clients figure out what guests are going to be best for their show. Because when I started out, when I started interview connections, a lot of our clients came to us and they said, well, I want to interview the biggest celebrities. I want to interview big names because I want to have big names on my show and I want high downloads. But honestly, who we work best with are entrepreneurs who want to connect with the right people for their business who don't just want to be interviewed interviewing celebrities but interviewing the right people because listen the chances of a big cele- big time celebrity suddenly wanting to be your client after one podcast interview is pretty small okay could happen yeah, depending Joe, on what you're Joe Polish is not going on your show next week <laughs> <laughs> exactly um yeah so you want to connect with people that are most likely going to be really great great contacts and a new great relationship for you and your business. And honestly, Lens, my favorite podcasts are shows where I've never heard of the guests and I love yeah. the host and I'm so excited. Like our, our friend Lindsay, who has the traffic and leads podcast. Yeah. I have not every, I love her show because she always has great guests and I need to tell her that. Um, cause we think about, we, we think, Oh, their show is so great, but tell podcasters that just as a yeah. tip, I love it. but she has great guests and they're always people I've never heard of before. Oh really? Like well, she's got yeah. a good energy too. Like she's pretty easy to chat with. Yes, exactly. So have, don't worry about having big names. Find mm. guests who have great content. I was just going to say value. the content. That's people want to get information, right? They want to mm. learn something. Yes, exactly. Great content, great value, and people that are going to be good relationships, you know, people that, are, that you want to have a relationship with. So um, what makes a good guest? Well. It's just what we were talking about. A good guest is somebody that has a ton of value to share. And a good guest is somebody that is going to make the host and the show look really good. You know, and I, I try to do this in all my interviews and I've, and I'll point it out cause it's so funny. I go on shows and I talk about interviews and podcasts. So I need to lead by example. <laughs> <laughs> I did a huge plug for Smooth Sailing Online Support. I saw because, that. I caught it. <laughs> you know, because I really support you and your business. I know you do great work. And so I want to make sure that your listeners know that because as a podcast host, you know, you're probably, you know, you shouldn't be super pitchy and pluggy the whole time because mm. people will be turned off by a major pitch fest. But if you're, as a guest, if you can offer that spotlight to the host, they will be forever grateful. And they're going to do this the you know, they're going to do it for you too. The host is also going to help spotlight you. I mean, that's the whole purpose of the interview is to spotlight the guest. So to be a great guest, just offer a ton of value. Don't hold back. You know, don't say, oh, well, the third the third tip is in my course that you have to buy for 2000 Oh, yeah. You know, give it all away and people will be attracted to you. Exactly. Awesome tip. So what are some of your favorite uh, podcast show? What do you listen to? Okay, so I listen to a show called um, Mom and Dad Are Fighting, and that what? is on, <laughs> it's a parenting podcast on yeah. Slate. 
uh, net, uh, Panoply Network. And it's just really, you know, funny and they go through different topics and they have listener call-ins. Um, I just started listening to the Heinz Ward Show, which I probably would not have listened to, but I know the co-host. It's this guy named Michael O'Neill and he hosts the Solopreneur Hour. And I just caught wind of it. You know, I, I've met him at events and we're kind of, you know, friendly in the same podcasting space. And I saw that he had this opportunity to co-host this celebrity. Heinz Ward is a um, like former NFL player and big time entrepreneur. And so he had this opportunity to co-host a major celebrity show. And so it's really cool to see somebody that I've seen kind of come up in podcasting. Yeah, That's a really great show. I've been listening to Serial, uh, and the show Happier with Gretchen Rubin is another really great podcast. I could go on and on. I've got a ton here, but that's a few that are really I'm good. sure you have a long <laughs> list. <laughs> yeah, I probably have got, I'm like, yeah, I could just sit here listing them all out for you, but I would not do that. <laughs> um, yeah, I like, I don't know. I gravitate towards the ones that are all about productivity mm. um, and being efficient. <laughs> I don't know why, yeah. but it's like Yes. Do you like um, This Is Your Life with Michael Hyatt? You know, I've listened to one. I haven't kind of gone back and listened to more. He talks um, a lot about productivity and time management, so that yeah. might be a show you like. I mean, Michael Hyatt is amazing time. in general. Um, but Ari Misal, uh, Beyond the To-Do List. Oh, yeah. Eric, um, yeah, Eric Fisher. That's it. That's he's the name. A friend of mine. I was on that show actually. Yeah, I was. I haven't seen that one yet. He's a he's a big uh, fan of the podcast producers, so he had Corey and I on to talk about oh, right it. On. Um, <laughs> yeah, and Jeff Sanders and and a couple mm-hmm. of my clients. But yeah, I went through a phase where I was listening to a whole bunch, and then I kind of well, I just got got caught up in my own thing. But yeah, I need to go back and. Um, start listening to some more podcasts. Yeah. Well, you know, discoverability is like a huge, um, if somebody can come up with like a product or a software that helps people discover podcasts that they like, that would be a moneymaker because even someone like me who is in the podcasting industry, it's so hard to find good shows. Um, you know, like I have a lot of shows I listen to, but then I'm, I'm looking for new ones and I go into iTunes and I'm like, I don't know what's good. I see the artwork, but am I going to like this? And if it doesn't catch my attention. You try not to judge by the artwork, but it's kind of (laughs) hard. It's like you're judging a book by its cover. And then you find a good artwork and you listen to 10 seconds and you're bored. Like, honestly, that's just a tip for podcasters is you've got about 10 to 20 seconds, if not less, to grab somebody's attention. So make that first 10 seconds of your show, you know, really great. So people keep listening. Awesome. Um, so what tips would you have for um, someone that's starting a podcast show? What would you say are the sort of top three things to consider? So the top three things to consider when you are starting a podcast. Um, so are we talking about kind of like pre-launch, like what to do before you launch or? Yeah, I would say before. Just like I, I want to do a podcast show, but I kind of don't know where to start. What are some of the key things that they need to put into place? To, yeah, to I would honestly. ensure their success, right? Yes. And uh, honestly, my biggest tip is to keep it as simple as possible because I mean, we're listing out these shows that we listen to, and we're probably listening to some really great podcasts, highly produced shows. They might be recorded in big studios with great, you know, editors, and you might not have producers and editors of that, of like that high quality. So don't try to 
you know, make your new show compete with the big leagues. Right. Like when I started Roads to Success, I was like, oh, I want to do these different segments and all these cool things. And it would have sounded like crap if I tried to do all the different segments. <laughs> because, you know, I was just getting started. So um, starting with where you are, like starting where you are with what you have and just making it as simple as possible and then just growing with your show. Um, you know, so I, like, I've just now kind of shifted and changed my intro a little bit to, to tweak it. Um, but just commit to a format, commit to a consistency and just stick with it for a long time. Because if you're going to start podcasts, don't expect to hear from any listeners for about a year. You know, um, we just listed all these different shows we listen to and Lindsay, out of all those shows, how many times, or have you ever reached out to the host and told them that you love their show? Never. Right. Exactly. So you're always going to have listeners like that who love your show and never reach out to you. So don't let that yeah. give up. And so how, uh, uh, sort of as a side question, um, should we be looking at the numbers, like how many downloads or how many? Yeah. So I probably look at my stats like once a month. Um, don't worry too much about your download stats because it's really about, are you creating an engaged audience? Mm -hmm. Are the listeners that you do attract, are they loving your content? Because I, and, and yeah, just don't worry too much about the numbers and the stats. You want to have a show that is really valuable. Like I like having guests on my show and producing content that I know I'll be able to tell people about. Like how many times in our Facebook group has a question been asked, like in our mastermind? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, go listen to this podcast that I did on that topic. Like so many times. I'm like, I interviewed <laughs> yeah. this person. Like the answer is in that interview. So I have topics for my show that I know will be helpful yeah. in conversations that I have. So um I don't worry too much about download stats. I worry about having content that is going to be beneficial to awesome. me and my community, um, you know, down the road. Cliff Ravenscraft is the podcast answer man. And he talked about how he kind of um, refocused his show and changed it up a little bit. And he saw his downloads go down, but the engagement went way up. So even though there were less people listening, the wow. people that were listening started reaching out to him more, right. emailing and tweeting. So it's not always about getting more, yeah. more downloads, but it's about making sure that your engagement and your relationship with your listeners is strong. And it's like getting down to the basics, right? As if you have great content, you're sincere, and you've got good connections with people. Like, like you said at the beginning of our, our interview, that's kind of what it's all about. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Cool. So how can people learn about you, Jess, and then also your amazing interview connections services so that when people do get a show that they can guarantee they're going to get awesome guests? Yeah. So if you want to go to my website, jessicarodes.biz, um, and that is my main blog, I put together um, a quick start series. So jessicarodes.biz slash interview quick start. Those are nine videos, kind of a, a really good starting point for if you're getting into podcasting or getting interviewed on podcasts, these are nine videos that are going to give you a really great foundation for getting started. So Jessica Rose.biz, you quick start. Perfect. And we'll obviously have that link on our show notes as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on my show, Jess. I really appreciate it. I know there's some great tips in there um, for my audience to glean. And let's hope that they start their own podcast show too.
Thanks, Linz. Alrighty. Well, that's it for this episode of Sailing to Success podcast. Um, you can check out uh, this episode and others at lindsayphillips.com. That's L-Y-N-D-S-A-Y-P-H-I-L-L-I-P-S.com. Sometimes I wish my name was Jill Smith. <laughs> <laughs> um, so until next time, guys, I wish you a productive and profitable week, and may the winds always be at your back. You've been listening to the Sailing to Success podcast, the show created exclusively for entrepreneurs and small business owners looking for a safe port in the storm of fast-paced business growth. To make sure you don't miss a single profit-boosting show, subscribe to this podcast at iTunes and www.sailingtosuccesspodcast.com. To learn more about how Lindsay and her team can help you increase customer service, run your business more effectively, and increase your profits, go to www.ssonlinesupport.com. That's www.ssonlinesupport.com. Now go and implement what you've learned and come back next week for more Sailing to Success podcasts.